I'm alive. We're live. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul, and we are joined by the ultimate nerd, the king of the nerds, the nerd maniac, that is Captain Michael Goodwill. What's up, guys? <laughs> and that's probably I'm the nicest in- intro I've ever given anyone, so feel worthy there, sir. Feel goodwill, honoured. Oh, my new uh, New Year's resolution is to be nicer to goodwill because I think last year I was a bit of a dick. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm sleeping. <laughs> but yes. Hi, everyone. Hello. So, yes, this is officially, because I know we did a, a New Year's special um, on the 1st, but this is kicking off the New Year with a big bang. Bang! <laughs> Bang! <laughs> yeah, so so uh, this was uh, my w- wonderful co-host's uh, idea to do. She's been wanting to do a Big Bang episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she just like, likes the episode or just likes saying Big Bang. But uh, so, yes, we are <laughs> going to be talking about not reviewing, but just talking about the Big Bang Theory, um, which I I keep thinking of this show as a new show, but it's not. <laughs> it's really not. It's not. At nope. all. It's not at all. Oh, don't. But, <laughs> but before we get into all that, the big yes. question of the day is... Yeah, I thought I'd go, go away from it. No, <laughs> you can never get away from it. So how you's been? How's your week and what you've been watching? You go first, Paul. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm not too bad. Just been, like I said, watching... Uh, well, I've been catching up on stuff more than anything else because um, I've been a nerd and been... Like obsessed with anything, you kind of miss out on certain things and putting things on the back burner. But uh, caught up on Narcos, um, on the oh. Pablo Escobar story, which, mm-hmm. um, I see. I when I first saw it advertised, I was like, ah, oh, it seems interesting, but I wasn't any really took interest. But we watched the first episode, and I've not watched a show quite like it before because it's half in English, half in Spanish, half real footage as well. Oh, okay. But is it? But is a dramatization. So, like, there's certain events that's real, but like blown up and into things. But the actors and the people in it are so engaging and so amazing. Like, like mm-hmm. it's so well done. It's got the I can't remember the name. I'm going to try and like remember the names. But the guy out of the Mandalorian and that's going to be in the Last of Us. He plays a prominent part. Uh, um, Pedro. Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Pascal Pedal. That's the one. And he's absolutely amazing it. But honestly, one of the like the strangest but most entertaining shows I've seen in a while. Not something that's ever been on our radar, I must mm-hmm. admit. Not something I would like I think my sister's watched it. Um, but mm-hmm. not something that's kind of been on our radar. Definitely. And spent the full weekend remodeling the nerd van <laughs> of the, the room. So I'll, I'll take the camera Come and give on, it let's have a look. To so look, look stuff, nerd stuff. Oh it's my god. Stuff. And got the Ghostbuster firehouse there, Sam, just for you. Oh, Michael look Warren. at that. Daredevil on the top. Daredevil on the top, excellent. So horror, pops, and then Jurassic Park. So yes, it's all been organised. So have, have you got it in sections? Have you got, like, everyone grouped together that they should be? I see Woody riding Mano over there. Yeah, I've got a new friend today, so I'll introduce him. Here's my oh, Cool. <laughs> this is going to be a new member of Team Podcast. Sweet. See if you can hear. <laughs> oh, I can't hear nothing. Couldn't hear that. It got cancelled. 
Well, I'm leaning in. I've got headphones on. <laughs> Oh, well, I, think, so I think Zoom's cool. cancelling it as background noise. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. But, uh, but if, if I was going to say, if anyone is listening, it is a, a talk, talk to me, Chucky doll. Yes. It's a beautiful it's... cave, though. It looks it absolutely it's looking fantastic. Stunning. Yeah. So, yes. So that's um, my weekend, and my back is fucking killing. <laughs> I am not surprised. I am not surprised. But just, I'm so glad you kind of away from the display case because I don't want to have that nervous feeling no. like when we had Martin on of you going to knock everything over. So I'm glad yeah. you're away from it. Content so insurance, Paul. Yeah, so I've already got that. <laughs> that's all right. So the top, top, <laughs> half, top half's Back to the Future, classic horror, uh, new school horror. Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, and shit. <laughs> so yes, it's all been looking well organized for once. Yes, so that's that's been my weekend. Uh, so I haven't seen my wife much, so I, feel, I do feel sorry. And building a lot of Lego. Lego is harder than I ex- I remember. <laughs> I hate it. It's like jigsaws. I absolutely hate the shit. Yes. <laughs> I can't get away with it. <laughs> and a lot of stuff got taken out of the boxes. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> that's okay there's certain things i do need to come out of boxes and there's certain things i don't and it's the ones that don't that you like to take out and torment me with yeah just noticed it looks like a, a virus fell, fell over drunkenly in the corner there but uh, <laughs> straighten yourself up girl <laughs> yeah you got this <laughs> so michael how's your week been oh i've been back at work after the new year and it's been absolutely crazy um <laughs> So I've just been knackered, but I have been re-watching Alveda Zane Pet because <gasps> it is the 40th anniversary of Alveda Zane Pet this year. Mm-hmm. So I've gone oh, back gosh, to the beginning. That, that makes that's a, makes a lot of sense, given that I'm 40 this year. <laughs> hey. Were you conceived during the... Alveda I know, yeah. Were you conceived at the building site in Dusseldorf? It's actually a possibility, to be fair to my parents, the... It, it could be a possibility. I'm talking about uh, Sammy's parents. Hi, Sam's mom. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. My mom loves his attention, by the way. If <laughs> I mentioned, if I, mentioned <laughs> if, I think when, on the Sandman episode, I mentioned, oh, mom, you were mentioned on it. And that's the reason she watched it. She does actually listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm so I'll <laughs> So, so I, forget that's, I forget that's her name <laughs> because it's not mine anymore. <laughs> I, I never forget her name. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Michael, you've been watching Alvinus in bed. I'm really sorry. It's already started. I mean, it's only been like eight minutes before you got Goonies, wasn't it? Jesus. This is the new drinking game for people. Instead of mentioning Goonies, it's just Sammy's mum now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's, I, I can't believe it's 40 years old. Um, so I've been rewatching that and I mean, it still holds up. Um, obviously some of the, some of the subject material, you know, it doesn't really. Oz's language is a bit choice nowadays, but you got to look at it, the context of when it was from and the time it was from, what was going on in the world. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I've just been rewatching that and obviously Paul's, um, cleaning and organizing sort of spurred me on. So I've done a bit. Uh, myself, but I, I will not be moving. My, that, well, I, I, I will not be moving my entire laptop to to show what I've been doing. But things are just it's fucking clean. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, 
Well, he's not going to mention it, so I'll mention it. He did his first solo Twitch on Oh, shit, Wednesday. yeah, I forgot. <laughs> after I tried on Tuesday, after I'd, after I'd fought my demons and all my massive anxiety all day on Tuesday, I got it psyched up, I got everything ready, and Twitch went down. So <laughs> I took that as Twitch. a sign. I broke Twitch. So, yeah, last Wednesday I did my first solo stream on Far Cry 5, Cult versus Cult. We've got uh, Hillbilly Paul with his uh, mullet and United States tank top. So Is that you? It's, it's Hillbilly Paul. Every game oh. I play with a character it has to be Paul. So it's many oh. adventures of Paul in the oh, video game. right. Universe. I was like, why is Paul oh, in the oh, game? Oh, <laughs> just more evidence for the restraining order that when... Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, Sutherland, so. <laughs> but but every <laughs> yeah, but every um every Tuesday I will be solo streaming. Um at the moment Far Cry five and then after that maybe something else. I'm not sure. I haven't thought that far ahead. But every oh, Tuesday six thirty at Twitch. I'm just happy that Goodwill is playing proper games, not stupid fucking truck simulators. Oh, give it a fucking rest, mate. I knew that was coming. But what he didn't realise, Sammy, is that Mm. during Far Cry 5, I nicked a truck to run people over. So technically, this was all a long con for me to get in a truck once more. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, what I've oh, I've just been telling these what I was watching last night was say uh, I watched Robin Hood Prince of Thieves last night and had the best giggle to myself because it's it's not meant to be funny but it was it was very funny um but during the week me and Ant started watching um Wrexham the Wrexham Football Club documentary that's on Disney oh Plus. yeah oh yes we me and and the huge fans of Rob McElhaney and we have been binging their podcast um on YouTube recently so we thought we'd give it a watch and it's just it's brilliant such a good series um and i think i, I love it that it was all his idea and, and mike ryan reynolds is getting all the credit yeah. for it it's I actually, <laughs> I actually cried when i heard the reason why rob McElhaney decided to to go down because I, I was going well why Wrexham like that was mm-hmm. my best like why Wrexham and then he explained that he's from Philadelphia and he comes from a town he comes from a place like that community is ran was run by sports <laughs> and you know the the communities are up and down because of sports and it it's the same in Wrexham and I just I was I was mm-hmm. floored by his response I thought it was absolutely beautiful and um, we but again we're just we're huge Sunny fans and would I just I'll do anything to support Rob, so I watched you show. <laughs> I think it was to do with the only like kind of big name team that was affordable at the time as well. Most likely, <laughs> most likely. I but they that... got a win yesterday, so yay, Wrexham. <laughs> <laughs> and it did, I think it's been renewed for a season two as well. Oh, really? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. interesting. We're not finished it yet because um, we are, like I say, we're, we're binging through the Always Sunny podcast that's on, it is on audio, but it's also visual. And to, if you're going lit- to listen to it, Watch it. Mm-hmm. Be a creep and watch it, as they call yes. their fans. Shout um, out to all our creeps on YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's well, what I've been watching. And I also started Big Bang again today. Bang. Yes. So I didn't, that's a... I, I didn't start it again. I've been flicking through a few episodes uh, this week because I don't think... I, I think before we went live as well, I, like you don't realise how many actual episodes and series that we got because everyone everyone thinks there's friends well 
We'll get your disclaimer out of the way first before yeah, I start going into Yeah, let's do the disclaimer into... and then we'll start yeah. going into the, the nitty-gritty of it all. So, mm-hmm. everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Well done. That was my well best done. Superman impression. <laughs> that was Superman? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Wow. Yep. <laughs> I felt all empowered at the end, so I was like, oh, this was this what uh, this is feel like. <laughs> when he takes off his glasses and, and shit. Yeah. Well, yes. Um I think it's quite interesting that we've all kind of dressed up as like say characters of the big band. Like Good <laughs> Goodwill's kind of went to the um the cosplay uh, uh, aspect. <laughs> Uh, well, like I say, I'm getting Leonard vibes from Sam as well with, with the yeah, hoodie. hoodie. And, and, and yes, I am being the anal retender of Sheldon, so that's fine. So nothing really changes with the, the players here, shall we say. <laughs> but yes, um, it's coming back to what we were discussing, where I was about to talk, discuss there. I don't think people realise how long this show did go for, because everyone thinks as Friends is the mainstay, but this had more seasons than Friends. Which yeah. shocked me when you think about because Friends had ten, is that right? Yeah, Friends, yeah, because yeah, it was like ten years. So yeah, ten. This, this had... was the longest running sitcom in US yeah. history. Twelve it's seasons. Not... Twelve seasons. I'm just trying to find the, the t- when it started. Two thousand seven. Yep. Uh, two thousand seven to two thousand eighteen. The year I got together with my husband. Two thousand seven. Oh, right. So. Just a question as well. Where did, were you when you discovered the Big Bang? Because mm-hmm. did you well, did you watch the first episode and kind of get caught up, or was it like mid season or like? Because I know it was shown on E four, wasn't it? Yeah, the first broadcast over here. Yeah, I've got a bit of a story. So if you want to go ahead, you can go ahead. <laughs> I'll throw it at Goodwill first. So when did you come like establish? A, a big oh. banger, shall we say? <laughs> Shockingly, I was on at the ground floor. Um, right. I, I'd heard about it. Um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd just started um, uni, and like obviously, I was I was studying TV with the BBC, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to watch everything, and I like, was trying to be a smart ass and stuff like that. And I saw this coming out, and it was like, it's a sitcom about nerds, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and I gave it a try, and. First episode, I was like, yeah, I absolutely love this. And it had been mm-hmm. a very few sitcoms where from the very first episode, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I love this. And I was there on the ground floor and, I'm, you know, I was there all the way through. Um, obviously, we didn't get it in the UK until later. So I, I did it through um, <clears throat> not Other legitimate means. means. Um, but, uh, yeah, so September 2007. And I was like, wow, so, that was it. So you were the first big banger in the, then, shall we say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh yes, my. Uh, <laughs> um, I was in Manchester at the time. I think I think I was one of the t- like times I was in Manchester, and um, I just came across it. Uh, Save, uh, not in the best of relationships at the time, but just trying to think of something to watch, and um, it made us laugh. I think it was mid-season though, so it wasn't like say the first episode. It was like a few episodes in, then it made us go and find more episodes and like i know at the time when because you couldn't stream it was more downloading episodes so you're finding yeah. uh 
using what was it? Pirate uh, Bay. Pirate Bay. Kick-ass torrents and stuff Kick like that. Kick-ass torrents. Um, and killing your computer with LimeWire and uh, uTorrent yep. and stuff like that. So your computer hard drive was pretty much fried after downloading a few things. Or like, be careful what you were downloading as well, because there was a few sketchy things that was uh, changed around. But especially yeah, so... under the title "Big Bang," not <laughs> <Or> EXE. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the thing when you're trying to locate these episodes, because um, it wasn't just you couldn't just download bit, like "Big Bang Theory" season one. It, um, it had to be "Big Bang uh, S." Uh, was it S one episode? S O S O one E O one. That's it. That was that was the terms you had to actually search for. The deals. Uh, then the deals, like say, when actually made used to work for like to to watch stuff and download uh, mm-hmm. things illegally, and then you start getting letters from you, uh, like Sky saying you've just downloaded this. <laughs> um, Did you actually get letters? Because I I avoided that. <laughs> I got uh, I got three letters. Uh, one. For yeah. downloading Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. What? Um, uh, what? Really? Yeah, and and two movies, I think. And it said, like, you come up with the torrent names and stuff like that when oh. you download it. I was yeah. like, shit, uh, VPN, VPN the save. <laughs> VPN's the save, yeah, that's what we had. <laughs> but yes, but yeah, that's when I came about. And like, say, I was hooked. Like, same way I was like pretty much hooked with friends. Um, like I say, uh, watched Friends, and I think there'll be a lot of different connections or different, like say, cross talk when it comes to Friends and the Big Bang. Because I think this, like, they were years apart, but still, mm-hmm. I, I had the same type of fan base or generation, yeah. fan base, and spoke to the same kind of people. If that makes sense, absolutely. But yes, yeah, so, so tell us your story there, Sam. Okay, so. You, if every, if people know me from the podcast, they know that my childhood was very much a boy's childhood. I grew up with my action figures and I was very much a nerd's nerd. But in my late teens and early twenties, I was very heavily involved in music. Music was my life, was my passion. That's all I thought about. It's all I did until 2014. 2014, no, 2013, 2014, I started to have a shift. And Anth's been Anth's been a nerd since he was a kid, comic book reader since he was a kid, like action figures, all that. And he continued, and he was still like that, but I wasn't. Music, like that was my tunnel vision was just music. And then I started to branch out. And obviously we all know my story of reading my first comic book and this, that, and the other. Um, but Anth introduces to it as and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't, oh, look at this nerdy show, you're gonna really appreciate it. It was like it's about four scientists who just so happen to be nerds and who like mm. the same things you do and who are the same age that you are. It mm. is acceptable to continue liking what you like, even in your late 20s, early 30s. And that's how mm. it was put to us. And I have such a special place in my heart for this show. Mm. Um, so that is my introduction into big bang and sorry for the very long-winded story but it just needed yep, to make yeah. sense <laughs> no i like the story it, like, it, it it's interesting because we had this discussion before we went live as well because with these type of american sitcoms or you could like as you said goodwill the um alveda same pet like say very much of its time would mm-hmm. go back to only fills and horses cheers yeah. frasier friends all have this kind of like like what if like back then you didn't think twice about it 
But now there's everyone's kind of looking over these things with a microscope mm-hmm. and kind of picking things apart to the yeah. degree, rightly or wrongly. Again, but that's what the internet gives people. In, uh, like every arsehole has gotten an opinion. Um, <laughs> not saying that everyone's True. an arsehole, but no, it, but everybody, yeah, the internet is giving the voice to people to uh, express their opinions. Yeah, and a lot of like I said, the big band did get a lot of backlash as well. Like quite recently, or like say over the last few years, for uh, the stereotypical like weird it broke it showed nerds or had um, like elements into it. But I think if you're looking for it through a certain like like, like certain color or like looking for it for a certain like to be offended, it is easy to, to find these things. But you can do that with any TV program and stuff like that. But yeah. what again, you've just said it perfectly, like better than I could with this show it's not like say a, a show about nerds it's a show about scientists mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people don't kind of grasp or yeah. get past the aspect of saying oh it's, it's saying nerds can't speak to women or women can't relate to nerds and stuff but this was one of the first shows that made the women stronger than the men yeah which i, I think gets overlooked a lot yeah. um and like I say, I was a nerdy teenager and I related heavily to a lot of um, like what the things like that he's gone into. Fair enough, a little bit older in life, but back a younger life, I was shy and nervous talking to girls. I used to stutter quite heavily when I talked to like an attractive girl. Um, now I just wish I could shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it's it's weird because. And you wouldn't think about sharing like you with you the things you loved when you were a kid as well, because you felt like you wouldn't be ridiculed or, or mocked or the thing. Yeah. And this kind of showed like it's okay to be collecting stuff like this, and I, I kind of relate heavily. And I, I'm probably looking up for rose tinted glasses. I don't see them like as the negative stereotypical yeah. people because all you can when you're watching from episode one to the last episode, the growth and everything that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Like each character gets an arc. They don't yeah. leave anyone yeah. behind. No. Even fucking Stuart gets 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 yes. and as well. Will even Will Wheaton, who's a side character, gets like a like growth and a job and yeah. do it as well. So again, like again I don't want to say people are wrong or like people's opinions are wrong because everyone's entitled to it but if you go looking hard enough for things to mourn and to to offend yourself it's going to be a pretty boring world out there oh god absolutely absolutely I think think what a lot of people don't realize about the big bang theory amongst other things the big bang theory was pivotal in not only popularizing nerd culture, which, you know, you can take the good and the bad from that, but mm-hmm. like Paul said, it made people comfortable with yes. being a nerd. It was like, it's okay to collect shit. It's okay to like love what you want to do. It's okay to LARP. It's yeah, okay yeah. to go into a park and, and just be yourself. Like, yeah, th- that's what I took away from it. And that's what I needed because I, at the time I was very much like when Anthony introduced us, like it's four scientists who just so happen to be nerds. And he, it's the way he went, it's four scientists, scientists, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, there's a link. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, it, it was because I was like, 
very sheepish about the fact that, oh, I actually really do like comic books and I very much do like me superheroes. And I was quite sheepish about it. And he was like, you honestly don't need to be. Like there is a mm. whole community out there who will quite happily open, like welcome you with open arms. But this show is kind of like, it's the epitome of nerd. Mm. And that's how I was introduced into it. And I, honestly, I will... I don't want to say I'll fight anyone because I'm soft as shit, <laughs> but I will I will argue my point of how much this show actually means to us. Certainly. Mm. One thing I wanted to ask people, I know like say we were gonna have other people on this as well, which I thought like an in- interesting topic would have been. Which character in the show do you most relate to, or do you relate to a multitude of characters? Oh god, that's such an interesting question. Cause you can usually start with who's your favorite character, and then I can go off on like a ramble about that. No, no, but, but that's an easy one. Are, like, to kind of, I know, and, mm-hmm. but yeah, who who do I relate to? Mm-hmm. Um, Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> Have you given that any thoughts? Like, that's that's a really tough one. Um, yeah, I mean, loosely, I'd say Leonard, mm-hmm. um, because obviously he was he was bullied heavily as a child, as, as most of them were. Um mm-hmm. and he he struggles <laughs> with the ladies at, in, the, in the earlier seasons, but I, I would say yeah, I would say I, I would, the the main cast mm-hmm. it it would be Leonard. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. so just giving it a quick run through in my head, I don't think I can relate to any of the males on there, any of the male background stories because I I wasn't. I wasn't the nerd for I was a nerd as a kid, but I dropped it. I didn't continue it on. I can't relate to that. I'm not smart. Um I am very much a penny. <laughs> like very much a penny. I am incredibly naive, mm-hmm. gullible, uncertain, um, unsure. There's a lot of m- me in Penny. Mm-hmm. Right. So you kind of got on board and just like say the way of the Thor's hammer, shall we say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mine's probably going to be like it's a little bit of a surprise because um, I'm not I'm not going to say that like say Sheldon or anything because I'm like say I'm not as anally <laughs> retentive as that. Um, probably Howard, which because like say I, I think Howard a lot of times does get overlooked, and for large portions of me growing up, I did always feel like that guy that was always overlooked and not as good as everyone else mm-hmm. but and in my teenagers i was one of the biggest sex pests you'll ever see going around um like i said there's a lot of lasses that could come on this podcast that's been in this podcast and kind of torn to as well <laughs> but um but yeah probably the howard side of things um like that, being, being honest like say because um yeah like never know, known where where i fit in or like always mm-hmm. like saying like for a lot of my youth, I tried so hard to be liked. And I think that's like the epitome of Howard, where he just he, he doesn't see it as that. And it took us a long time to grow up to realise it as well. Oh, my God. The big bang is like <laughs> bringing out all the heartfelt. <laughs> <laughs> all the emotions there. That's such a good question, though, because like, I thought we were going to go in with who's your favourite character and who's your least favourite character. And I could spin a yarn on that one. But that was a really mm. good question. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's lead into the next one, as you said. Okay. Who is who is your favorite character? Then? Oh my god, it's Sheldon! <laughs> I love Sheldon Cooper. I love mm-hmm. Sheldon from episode one to the final, very final episode. That man's growth mm-hmm. through from he's not the same person, but he is the mm-hmm. same person. But it's just yeah. he's he grows so much, but still manages to keep his integrity and who he is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I just love watching him because me and Anth will watch this once mm-hmm. a year. And I've now yeah. put the episodes on. We will continue this until it's finished. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love watching from episode one to the final one and seeing him just become like, he's not a, he, I don't want to say like he's a better version of himself because he mm-hmm. was pretty okay to start with. He's just, oh, I love him so much. But I, I think that's where the show. Person. Yeah, I think that's where the show does well. These the growth in these shows isn't making them better. It's more mm. com- making them more confident. Yeah, that's and like the, the, learning you, as well. Yeah, because like say when you get a show that goes on and like say it's about becoming a better person and stuff. These weren't bad. Like say when you look at it, these weren't bad people. They weren't bad characters no. that hadn't done anything wrong. They were just very innocent and naive. And I yeah. think with the growth, that, that thing. But the Sheldon, what I used to love about, um, like I said, I'll talk about my favourite character in a second there. What I loved about this, this as well, because I am one of these people that when uh, San Diego Comic-Con comes around, I get really excited about the panels that mm. get showed. And there's certain panels I always look forward to, like the Supernatural panel, the Kevin Smith panel. Even though I'm, I can't be there, the, the, like for a few for years, it was a dodgy, um, <laughs> dodgy recording yeah. that was put we on had YouTube. To, we had to rely, we had to rely on the people in Hall yeah. H to provide us with the dodgy links. And my yeah. God, do they put then people come through for us? <laughs> yeah, and um, but then they start broadcasting like the link, uh, actual panels yeah. on uh, Comic Con. I think they've done it over the last three or four years, especially mm-hmm. with lockdown and everything. Uh, but the Big Bang Theory was always one of the ones to look out for because the whole cast used to always turn up without yep. fail. Like there wasn't one member that thing, and, and when someone become a, a, a character, a, a, a regular, they were always added to the panel and they would talk and love. And the question that used to always come up was um, how Sheldon was portrayed, and said, and they used to always stand steadfast with what they were saying, said. Look, they're not doing any disorder. They're not saying Sheldon's got this, that, or that. It's just Sheldon. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really strong statement to make because they could have went, oh, Sheldon's got this. Sheldon's got this condition. And mm-hmm. that wouldn't have worked. It would have taken an, like away from a yeah. little bit as well. It probably would have given back some people to be relatable, but then it would have been open more to be mocked in yeah. a way. No, absolutely. Sheldon is special because of it's Sheldon. Mm-hmm. There's no label to him. That's just who he is. And he does not change. If you watch him, he does not change the way that he is. But he does grow and he does learn and he does listen. And mm-hmm. he behaves like a human being and learns from his mistakes. Like the way that he treats Howard mm-hmm. all for his job. like <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. Wallowitz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's beautiful to watch him mock him because he doesn't have a PhD but mm-hmm. to then on another episode gives Hallie a grant for when she's at school like he's just mm-hmm. oh, I just I love the way he, I love the way he interacts with Howard anyway I think yeah. their friendship is quite um mm-hmm. it's it's quite unique yeah. um, I know him and Leonard is always going to be like the main focal points because they are best friends but him and Howard mm-hmm. are just as interesting to watch as him and Leonard Definitely. So, Goodwill, what was your uh, who was your favorite character? Amy Farrah Fowler. <laughs> High five! I'm with you. Because, <laughs> <high five. laughs> she over the seasons, she really came into her own, mm-hmm. and 
one of the most there's there's two scenes I absolutely to this day will laugh out loud. And it's one where Sheldon gets her a gift and she goes, Cheap tacky jewelry. Really? You really think of Oh, it's a tiara. It's a tiara. Put it on me, put it on me, put it on me, put it on me, put it on me. I'm a princess. And it just floors me. And then the other one was um episode one of Dr. Sheldon Cooper presents Fun with Flags. Flags. And she sits there and she's waving a white flag and he goes, What are you doing? And she goes, I'm surrendering for fun. Just the way she says it, it, it just mm. it floors me. But her character goes from, let's be honest, from the end of season three, a female Sheldon, yeah, yeah. to her own person who yes. absolutely adores and loves Sheldon. And no, no one can ever change her mind, but she doesn't take his shit. Yeah, no, she doesn't. And with her being a neurobiologist, she knows mm. exactly how to change him in a subtle way that he doesn't pick up. He could be the smartest person in the world, but he doesn't fucking think for a second that she, she's got him right under her thumb. She really, and, she really does. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I mean, some people say, oh, it's manipulation. Well, kind of. We all do but it. But she does it. <laughs> but she does it out of pure love for Sheldon mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make him a better person not just for her but for himself and for everyone else it's just the social and, aspect that's all she's yeah. changing it's not yeah. him personally she's just changing his social way in order to you know help him she understands she understands the world a bit better than what he does and that's yeah. all she's doing but there is one moment I love Amy for her father from the second she came on and introduced herself in that very robotic voice yeah. i absolutely adored that but there was one moment that really fucking pissed us off with amy farrah fowler and it's the fun with flags episode with will wheaton because oh, she was totally God, yeah. in the wrong she was she was, such compl- a she, was com- she was completely in the wrong and it's the only one time i have ever went amy farrah fowler like how <laughs> dare you <laughs> i think i think with that one i think she was jealous that potentially Will Wheaton would take the limelight away from Sheldon. Yeah. I don't know. I just really annoyed the shit out of us. I think a lot, but uh, I agree with Goodwill. Like I say, at the start, like I say, my favourite, again, is the most obvious one, was Leonard, because that's what the the show's focal point was towards. But when Mm -hmm. Amy Fowler-Farrow came on, it kind of changed the dynamic, and you could tell how much fun she was having on the show as well. And the cast kind of like jumped on that. Like, see, that was mm-hmm. the impression I, I got from it was like it started like because with these long shows, it, it could have got boring. It could have got like formatic. You could have guessed what was going to happen, which in a way it did happen at times. But with that, her her character and what she brought into it was always fun, and I love as well. Like, I, I, I don't know the actress's name, just like the, when she was in Maya Bellic. Maya Bellic. Yes, and Blossom. Yeah, yes, yeah, she was in Blossom. They yeah. reference it in an early episode, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the fact that because she is actually like a scientist herself in real life, and she's got these PhDs that they used to fact check everything with her to make sure everything yeah. is correct, and I think that's just absolutely brilliant. She, yeah. um, she, she is during the takes. She was the one that had the most laugh 
Like obviously, yeah. I mean, you always get it on sitcoms. You, you get that one person. I think Lisa Kudrow was this, was the person in Friends God, where yeah. <laughs> they are just unstable, laughing wrecks in between yeah. scenes. Maya Balik was like that, and mm-hmm. obviously, when the fudge of the land, she would be the one just hysterically laughing. But she yeah. she did it in a way that just it, the audience warmed to her. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you, obviously, you don't you don't see Maya Balik on on mm-hmm. you know off character. Um, I- but yeah. I didn't even when she was when she first came on as Amy Farrah Fowler. I didn't even do the reference of oh God, it's Blossom. I used to watch Blossom mm-hmm. as a kid. I, it, she was Amy Farrah mm-hmm. Fowler. Like I, there's no no comparison. I just I love I, I just love how she is with Penny. I love I love the the trio of Bernadette, mm-hmm. Penny, and her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was such a smart move to bring in friends for Penny. Oh, so she wasn't a really relying smart on, move. Yeah. And like I say, not the quintessential friends that Penny would have had or no. like in real life type thing. Like let's let's be honest, all the girls in this is absolutely gorgeous. But the like the oh, downplayed yeah. it like to the point where it was like always like Penny was the pretty girl and the other two was like the bridesmaids, like always the bride, always and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then later later on, Penny kind of let the like like the actress who plays Penny as well must have like been a choice not to be the main star and kind of shared it with them as well. Mm-hmm. Like Bernadette gets at times to shine as well. Like 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 that woman is just a firecracker she is, and she I is love her so much. Um, like say so many fantasies could be like say said about uh, Bernadette, but uh, we'll not go there today. <laughs> she is such a she is such a firecracker and she's an amazing actress. Um, I I do like the progression that went with Bernadette because I feel like when she first came into it, she may not have been there to stay. Mm-hmm. So the voice wasn't there and yeah. the mannerisms weren't there. It wasn't until when her and Howard made it official and she came, she then comes into the apartment. I think that's when, because then her voice changes, that high-pitched voice that you get. And for her mm-hmm. to keep that up <laughs> during film, because she talks quite low. Mm-hmm. Like her voice if you've anyone's i watched um a film with her in bronze about the gymnast my god what a complete night and day switch from bernadette like it was scary i was like oh my god i didn't realize she could say them words um it's like it's like the voice of um the actress who did rosa in brooklyn 99 where yes. it's like it, yeah it, the two uh-huh. accents are night and day and you're like oh my yeah. god you sound like that and then the first time i heard um the the actress who plays but i was like Wow, that is a deep voice. <laughs> she talks really quite low. Yeah. Um, the you were talking about them on San Diego Comic Con and their panels. I used to listen to a podcast called Nerdist, and he he hosted Chris Hardwick. He did mm-hmm. the he did the panels for Big Bang Theory at the time, and he he had on one of his episodes the whole panel, mm-hmm. and it was the most funniest shit I have ever heard. <laughs> Listening to um, Howard and Bernadette do a. <laughs> I can't think about the name now, Howard Wallowitz. Mrs. Wallowitz oh. doing a Mrs. Wallowitz off. Yeah, I think I've heard that one. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. So I know we'll get this out the way as well because I know he's probably been dying to tell this story. Oh yeah, of course. Give, give us your claim of claim to fame about this show, Goodwill. Oh right, uh, <laughs> look at him acting oh, nonchalant about it. No, he's not get brought up at all. <laughs> I genuinely fucking forgot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my my claim to fame. Fuck off. <laughs> um, 
I am technically in an episode of The Big Bang Theory. Uh, by technically, I mean my dumbass laugh is in an I episode. I can't wait to get to this episode, by the way. Uh, we will, so we will be we will be signing autographs at Nerdfest just to say yeah. <laughs> the laugh. Oh the god, la- the laughing Big Bang. <laughs> I am the laughing Big Bang. Yeah, it's uh, the laughing the Big Bang. It's season the season ten episode. I don't know what episode number it is. I think it's early on, either four or six. What happened? The fe- the Fetal Kick Catalyst. So, season 10, the Fetal Kick Catalyst. Um, it is a scene. Now, obviously, being in the audience for an episode, it's about four hours to record an episode live. Things well, change. You've been there for four hours. Four hours. Uh, well, four, yeah, about four hours. Yeah. Um, you get free food, free drinks, and everything like that. You, you're well and truly catered for. I mean, I've got loads of, well, my mate who I was on holiday with sort of put his foot in it with Kaylee. What's her surname? Kaylee Kuko's father. Um, but I'll get to that. But some of the scenes, obviously, they, they do a load of live scenes, but certain scenes, they need uh, laughter to cover it. So what they do, they roll a VT of a pre-recorded scene. You watch it on the TV and you laugh at it. So I said to my mate, I was like, I'm going to get me laughing this. I said, so fucking help me God, I'm going to get a laughing because the microphone was right above our head. So it's the scene earlier on in the episode, I think it's a couple of minutes into the episode, where Howard and Bernadette are in bed, and she's, mm-hmm. she feels uh, Hallie kick. So she's, she's like that, and that's when Howard starts to freak out. You know, this is the point where he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a dad, and, you know, when he starts overthinking and stuff. And there's a bit, hang on, I think I've written it. Yeah, there we go. He says, uh, Willy Wonka would roll you to the juicing room because she's that big. And everyone's laughing, and I just went at the end. I went, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, and I thought, I thought, yeah, they'll cut that out. It's absolutely fine. A couple of months later, Fetal Kick Catalyst is on telly. There's the fucking laugh, and I'm like, oh my god, the fucking kept it in, didn't they? So now every time it's on the telly, all I hear is myself going, oh, I was like, that, that's me claim to fame. It's now flash. I can't wait to get to that episode. <laughs> It's now Flash, but he says that, and then you just hear right at the end, oh, oh, oh. but my friend, because obviously when you film it, they have like an intermission because uh, they do a scene and then they have to set up for the next scene. But what they do, yeah. they have like a, a half an hour break because mm-hmm. sat, like the audience is sat there for like two, two and a half hours. It is fucking tiring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they give you food and everything like that. And uh, what happened was... Johnny Galecki and Kelly Kuko came up to the audience. So they came up to like the, the gang rail mm-hmm. at the, the front and, you know, they said, we just want to speak to the audience. And they genuinely interacted with the fans, but they did this piece and they said, oh, we just want to thank you because they said, we never thought in a million years we'd get to 10 years of this show. Mm-hmm. And we, we want to thank every single one of you for making the effort for coming out. Because they knew there was like people from England and all over the world attending mm-hmm. this recording. And they were like, we can't believe like people travel and like want to spend time here. And we're like, there was, so, I mean, honestly, they were so genuine. But mm-hmm. my friend who was with me, he, he leant over and he was like, Phew, that Curly Cougar, I tell you what, eh? Ooh. I tell you what, man, I should get it. Forgetting that we were behind the control room where Curly Cougar's father was. <laughs> who overheard him oh my god and he went 
Thanks, Bertie. I've never heard someone's ass squeak before <laughs> in my entire life. And he was the quietest fella for the entire fucking recording. Didn't even laugh for the rest of the recording. <laughs> because Kaylee Kugel's father, I don't know if he was an agent or a manager or something like that, but he attended nearly every recording. Yeah. Oh, right. so he, he would he would be in the audience. And he could just be a supportive dad. No, yeah. I think I think she's one of these childhood child actors because literally all the things she's been in, like uh Eight Simple Rules, uh Charmed. Charmed. She's yeah, she's been yeah. pushed like probably one of these pushy dads or pushy parents uh, getting their daughter through the door and stuff. So it, it will be having some management in there, I bet yeah. But if you ever watch, if if the Fetal Kick Catalyst is ever on E4 or you, you're re-watching it, uh, the scene where he says, Willy Wonka could roll you to the juicing room, look out for my dumb laugh at the end of the laugh track. Oh, it is I me. am going to. And then I'm going to record it so I have it forever on the other <laughs> one. But to dispel the myth, there is no canned laughter. It is real audience laughter mm. that they yeah. use. I've seen the videos of them, especially towards the end where they were doing the uh, mass dancing mm-hmm. and singing. And my God, Johnny Galecki is a miserable bastard outside of playing <laughs> Leonard. Like He's he very, can, yeah, he, he's very moody. Not like yeah, negative moody, sullen, but he's just like, he's, he's very like... Very oh, sullen. I'm, so too, I'm too cool yeah. for school. Yeah, yeah. and he was he, like, Jim Parsons, who looks like a giraffe, dancing around, still looked like he was having the time of his life dancing to the Backstreet Boys. And you got Johnny Galecki at the side going, oh, I'm just too good for this. Like, <laughs> stop, stop dissing David. <laughs> oh, I would never diss David. <laughs> but Johnny Galecki, you know, he just comes across as quite moody when he, and he's like the complete counterpart of Leonard. Like, Canal, that's just that, yeah. that's just me outside of this podcast as well. <laughs> Canal, Canal Nair, he's quite fun as well like they all interact with the audience i mean how mm. can you not when you're like you're in front of like 150 people do you know what i mean but canalia yeah. like people were like i love you canalia i love you too and he was just he like comes... so happy yeah the guy who plays howard was in the guild mm-hmm. uh, for later day um, yep. thingy. i've just that has literally just come to my memory bank um <laughs> Have you got favourite episodes? Can you remember any of the favourite episodes? Um, I've got... It's hard to say a favourite episodes because like I say, I'm more favourite moments type thing with this type of show because there's things that just happen throughout the, the episodes. Um, But I, like I say, I've got quite a few I would love to name as well, but I, I know you used to always have some. So I know we'll let you answer that one first and Sam then. I only have one favourite episode because you're right, it's moments. Like I have mm. favourite moments, but one favourite episode and I will scream and cry if I miss anything in it is the episode where Kaylee, oh, well, sorry, where Penny gets addicted to video games. Yes. <laughs> it's my favourite episode. Like, I think I've seen it a million times. Like I will literally watch it just on its own. I think that episode just quintessentially sums up how 2014 went for me. <laughs> Like that is <laughs> the year I started playing video games like properly, like really like properly. Um mm-hmm. it just sums up my my year in that mm-hmm. one episode and I think it it's hilarious. The yeah. fact that it's the it's the it's the crisps and the hair. And <laughs> just starts eating the crisp as well. Yes. And, to, and when even even um 
Sheldon's sick of her, so he's trying to get her set up with someone to get her out of the house and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> dude, totally doesn't look like the picture. But, uh... I just love it. I love that episode so much. I wanted a pink Dell laptop for a long time after that episode <laughs> until Anne reminded us we already had a Dell laptop and it was shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's my cool. favorite episode. Um, mine's because this something happens in this episode that I think it couldn't have like if they'd done 15 million takes it would never happen again mm-hmm. it was like a once in a lifetime like situation and they kind of played it with it as well because it, it, it could have just basically laughed about a corpse out and we would never have seen this like element it was the episode where Penny um, and Leonard were pretending to be back together so a dad like wasn't like wouldn't would get off yes. her back. So like Leonard and, and Sheldon totally got like was getting pissed off because he thought that because he had a lie to Sheldon. So Sheldon wrote up the new roommate agreement to include <laughs> Penny. Um and the whole interaction with Penny's dad and like I say genuine just like say because Je- Leonard is a lovely guy and how he like he's uh, uh, Penny's dad is like no um you have to keep fighting for me uh, for me daughter. Just I don't back. want you to give just her, take take her back. Just take up just, just, just don't ever don't ever do that. But the sheer amazement is when Sheldon is in the room and Leonard tells him, oh, we broke up again. And he throws the roommate agreement up in the, the air and all the pages scatter around. And there's one piece of paper that <laughs> lands on the side of his face and it stays there. And in no way could that have happened or like happened on purpose or no. anything. And Sheldon just keeps a straight face, the, like, the guy who plays him and... Uh, kicks off and shrieks at him and storms off. And it was just like, that was just magic because, like I said, that piece of paper, there's no way that could have happened like and done it the way that way. And the fact that it just landed on his head was just absolutely amazing. I love that they kept it in. And for me, that always stands out. When, when I watch that episode, it just brings such a smile on his head because it, it's just original. Yeah, I was um, asking Anne today, like, what's what's the best bit of Big Bang? Like, just name one thing that's the best bit because I'm gonna put get it get that clip and use it on TikTok. And mm-hmm. he went the the first thing that came to said James L. Jones. Yeah, and <laughs> the you like Star Wars? I like Star I like Wars, Star Wars, Wars too. too. <laughs> and it's when he knocks on Carrie Fisher's door and she's good. It's not funny, James. It was <laughs> yes, <me>. it is. <laughs> I've then got a Lion King residual check. <laughs> the, then why am I still laughing? Let's and go to Tijuana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one other moment that Anthony literally has to leave the room because he's he's laughing so much. It's when the birds in the apartment and he's chasing and he's chasing it out and he uses a sonic thingy at the window and the the the, the whole window just goes yep. and cracks. <laughs> And finds that I don't get it. I laugh more because of him, but he doubles over in laughter because of that cracked window. Yeah, and I don't understand why it's not that funny. But I get the James Earl Jones bit, and that's the one I used on TikTok. What about you, Goodwill? What was your like? Like, what one stands out to you? I'm very much like you, Paul. Where I don't have a favorite episode per se. I have moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, I think I'll just say favorite episode is the one I was watching uh, that yeah. I was out of the recording of. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's if you ever, I mean, if you ever have the chance to go to LA, anyone, go to these recordings. They are free of charge. 
you get fed and you it's it's there's food <laughs> there's food there's pizza and it's free um but <laughs> you the whole the whole thing is free and you are i mean not to jazz it up but you're watching history especially if you can watch a big show Mm-hmm. you're watching history and you're part of that for the rest of your life yeah. so every time that show is on telly you're like i was there so mm-hmm. you know favorite episodes that but much like what paul said there's there is scenes dotted throughout and one of them again it, it you know it it was a mistake and they kept it in and it is Sheldon again, where he's putting his dinner tray away and he mm-hmm. slams it at the top of the dinner tray. And it just bounces off and lands on the floor. And Jim Parsons just looks at it and he goes, <laughs> puts it back just gently and then walks off. Shit like that, right, in sitcoms, when they just keep it in, for me, it just mm-hmm. makes it. And, mm-hmm. and I, I always remember it was the same scene in, um, just to digress, but in that 70s show when Ashton Kutcher, when Michael jumps over the sofa and nearly breaks his fucking neck because he jumps over the sofa. Bless me, sorry. Bless you. Jumps over Thank the sofa you. and nearly goes ass over to it on the table. Right. And you can hear the audience just <gasps> themselves laughing. No, when they keep, <laughs> not shock. <laughs> yeah, but when they keep stuff like that in, it makes it so much more yeah. genuine. And when I say that, I laugh. The paper one, I laugh at. But it's yeah. it's tiny things like um, when Sheldon hugs hugs Penny for the first time. Oh, the with the, the Leonard Nimoy's <laughs> DNA. 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 Do you realise what I mean? I could, if I've got a healthy ovum, I could clone Leonard Nimoy. And he just like, he goes in for the world's most awkward hug. And, yeah. like, and like, Betty's like, Sheldon's hugging me. <laughs> Anytime it's... Sheldon had any touchy interaction, because he, her, talking about relationships, Sheldon and Penny's is the most progressive relationship and really, just so fucking special to watch. It's very um, brother and sister. Oh, like, from, absolutely! Like, like, how they tease each other and like say, but the, the love and like say the the admiration has always been there as well. It's but, that one yeah. episode where they're sitting on the couch together and he go, and they haven't they're doing an experiment and they've just got to look into each other's eyes and she says, mm-hmm. "I can't imagine my life without you." And he's mm-hmm. going, I can't imagine my life without you either. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and like, it's just such a beautiful relationship to watch. Yeah. I think the, it's a, the only it's a... sorry, the, the only other episode that I, I really love is, is when Sheldon loses his virginity. And it's it's between Star Wars and losing his virginity. And it's it. I, the only reason I love it, twofold. One, Will Wheaton wears a Star Trek uniform to the Star Wars. Oh, God, yeah. There you go. <laughs> and, he, and fun fact, he does that now every time. So when he goes to see Star Wars, he wears a uniform. And the other bit, and it's only like a few seconds, it's after Amy and Sheldon have had sex, and it's Amy's face and hair. <laughs> Because you know Sheldon has wrecked that shit from the look <laughs> on Amy's face. <laughs> wrecked that <laughs> shit. <laughs> My that God. is that that is good, Wilson. Yeah, that's mm. but um Ladies. Like I say, one of the I, I think is the most popular episode out there is when Sheldon loses his shit and can't think of anything, so he's trying to um like say make things like work out his equations and stuff so he's smashing things so the things and then when he's in the ball pit with, with Leonard and mm. Leonard's chasing him and he's like going on the thing going zinger and it's popping up every so often that <laughs> is one of the like, just the comedy timing and just the sheer frustration that Leonard's feeling but how 
because I, I know that you get the outtakes and stuff afterwards of them still going, but that shows you how good they were as well, like how yeah. professional. Like, like there must have been so many corpses and there's so many times the the breakdown. Um, like like with some of the stuff I know if you go on YouTube, there's like hours oh, and hours of, of yeah. bloopers and bloopers, stuff like absolutely. that. Um, um, absolutely. Um, sorry. But like other moments as well, like uh, like not um Sheldon loses virginity, but when Sheldon goes to the prom and he tells uh Amy that he loves her for the first time, that again is just a magical moment. Um one of my favourite episodes just for how sad it is as well as when uh Howard's mum passes away. <gasps> Yeah, and that's raw. Sad. That, but then you get the second episode after that, which is one of the funniest bits, is when they're in the uh, the airport mm-hmm. and they've, and they've lost his mom and he's freaking out and Bernadette's trying to keep him together. And then he he tells her that story about he he could have drove her to the airport, but he was too mm-hmm. busy. And then he how he just how she just pulls the uh, so the. Just all calmly and nicely saying, just uh, just you know. If you don't file my mother-in-law, I'm still leaving with one dead body. <laughs> and you see the, <laughs> the woman's face just like proper cry. But, that episode, um, that episode is so beautiful. That the mm-hmm. one where Mrs. Wallowitz passes away. Um mm-hmm. because obviously the actress did die as well. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. who played Mrs. Wallowitz, which is why mm-hmm. her character went. It's what Sheldon says to to Howard about his dad. Breaks us. Absolutely breaks us. He like talks Sheldon's... about how loss, the loss of the loss of a parent, right. when they're standing in the comic book shop, and he's talking yeah. about like he under because Howard's all ready for some sort of like kickback mm-hmm. from Sheldon, like some sort of knockdown, and it's not it's something quite heartfelt about like I understand what it is to lose a parent. Yeah, and it's then Penny, so heartwarming. Penny, and Penny cries. I thought he was going to say, "Let go." <laughs> <laughs> but um, what because uh, if we're going to talk about like emotional moments as well, mm. um. Lord. One of my highlights is when they find the letter from uh, Howard's dad. Yeah. And they all mm. tell different stories. And I'll get the reference in now, guys, so you can be happy. And uh, Sheldon gives them the plot of the Goonies. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drink, everyone. He's yes. done it. <laughs> but yeah, um, absolutely brilliant. And like hearing all the stories and seeing... But everyone has them type of like big moments. Um, like, it, it's, it's, I think with a show as 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 comedy and as as daft as it is, these relationships that you kind of like get attached to and get uh, like like gravitate towards and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But I know we'll probably talk about it a little bit more later on. But the, the final episode as well. This when a show ends, it's like you've had so much success it's like how do you end it and there's so many ways you can make a mistake and and again i know a lot of people do like it but i always felt a bit let down with the friends ending like the, the final episode of friends i didn't I get the closure i didn't get the closure or it, it it didn't feel as grand as this and with the big bang you got the grand ending yeah and i think so well, and they stick the landing perfectly. I, I think with, with with friends, um, obviously that the, they'd done ten years. I think there was there was still that hope with friends because obviously they had the Joey spin off 
uh, ready mm-hmm. to go. I think that they they left it sort of open ended, mm-hmm. um, and I think they they sort of did with the Big Bang Theory because Chuck Law had an interview a couple of years before. Um, I think it was during season ten, and he was like Big Bang Theory. He said it'll go as as forever, as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned, because there was no plans at all to end the Big Bang Theory. It was purely because Jim Parsons was leaving. Mm-hmm. They were like, right, we're going to wrap it up because I feel that some things weren't fully resolved, mm-hmm. and I think they deliberately left it. Although it was satisfying, you know, it was a satisfying ending. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. they 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 did it in a way where they were like, we could come back to this mm-hmm. in a few years' time and just pick up. I really don't want them to. I just need just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Just twelve series was enough. We got the end. I think we got the ending we deserved. Um, yeah. Are we all right to talk about the ending, or do you want to just talk yeah, about no. moments again? Because I can talk about moments. <laughs> we don't know. We'll leave the ending till a bit later as well. Okay. Because, like I say, I think it was a, like a magical, like way to end it as well. Um, but a, a lot, like with a lot of these shows, there's a lot of things that potentially could go wrong or like go down the wrong, like thing mistakes made. But the thing I think what the Big Bang kind of did well. It righted a lot of mistakes quite quickly, and and, yeah. and there was a lot of course corrections and stuff. Um, but they used a lot of the side characters really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, like like and some of the characters that kind of kept on coming through and coming back. It, it was um, like so, in my opinion, done well. But it, I'd, I've never known a show to use cameos so as well as this one as well yeah oh my god yes because with certain cameos or certain people that were brought in it could have been overshadowed but it wasn't Mm. there was reasons for the people bringing in and they did it like amazingly like for example one of my favorite is the mark hamill uh brought in and uh what was it bark hamill with the friends he's been in twice Mm. He was in twice. He was the one who brought the dog back. No, the one who come for the dog for Howard because Howard had yep. his dog, um, and he also officiated Sheldon's wedding. That was the same episode. Was it the same episode? Yeah, because that's how Howard got him because he found the dog. Ah, that and, makes and a lot went, of sense then, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, he, and Howard was like, he was like, oh, what can I do to like repair? Because like this dog means the world. Be, and, yeah. and, and then Will Wheaton sitting there and going, oh, I thought Will Wheaton was uh, officiating. He went, yeah, I got an upgrade. <laughs> yes, yes, I do remember now. I thought it was a two separate occasions, but it's not, and it makes total sense now that you said it. <laughs> no, but they had, and I loved the interaction between Will Wheaton and uh, Mark Hamill as well. Will Wheaton, yeah. so it was like being all edgy with them being an edge lord Star Wars fan. Goodwill, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, basically um, went up to Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I love I love Will Wheaton's arc in the mm-hmm. whole series. Yes. Uh, oh, how he's I, like Sheldon's nemesis, so then he's best friend. <laughs> it, but it, it's like the, the the story of why Sheldon put him on the list. Um, you know, it, and it's sort of like, yeah, you know, I can sort of imagine that. And then Will Wheaton was a bit of a dick, and then they just re like they reconciled. And then mm-hmm. they just became like the best of friends. And even Sheldon's like, my best friend, Will Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, the way that, that, I mean, Will Wheaton, 
for for people who don't know, obviously he was on Star Trek, and he was like he was only on for the first three or four seasons of the Next Generation, and, yeah, and that was it. She's not fucking bitter about it all, um, and, but and, yeah, <laughs> and and that was it. So that you know, but he well, is he, he was in St- Stand by Me as well. Don't forget about he the was in Stand by Me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 he's back. No spoilers, but he, um, you know, he is a real life nerd. Mm-hmm. He is, you know, he's. His his real life is podcasting and doing tabletop games. So he's he's quite literally yeah. he's nerdy up north in America. <laughs> I try to get him to come on here, but I haven't had any responses yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I love I love that arc, and I think like like Paul said, the way they they've handled the the guest stars, mm-hmm. it was it was it's done in such a way where they like they were never announced or anything like that. They were no. just there. Well, yeah. the, the one of my favorites is Stanley, and it's mm-hmm. not because it's Stanley's in it. It's the it's Raj doing the uh, the names that eventually gets him banned from from having <laughs> <laughs> from having uh, Giletto with uh, with Stanley. <laughs> it's where he goes Fing Fang Po. <laughs> I just love it. The After little passive aggressive autograph that he gets is like yeah. to Raj like, Stanley. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like Excelsior Stanley <laughs> to Raj <laughs> from Stan. <laughs> but even then, like later on, um, like Sean Astin's uh, cameo as the 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 bad scientist who <gasps> against. Oh, uh... I hated him so much, <laughs> and he was like, "No, my Sam, you're such an asshole." Let's get physical. Physical. Yeah, like Kevin Smith was in it a few times, like one by voice, and then one mm-hmm. when he was in the the, the Dungeon Dragons and games with Joe Man- Mangala and uh, and uh, William Shatner. Like same when William Shatner's been on as well, and he's like, "Holy captain!" He's like, "No," and he's like, "Okay." Uh, what about what? What about the legend that is Professor Hawken, the late Professor Hawken? Yes. yes. Yeah. And how much of a sport he must have been, like, say, some of the jokes that was thrown in about him there. Like, when Howard made that little robotic... uh, (laughs) I actually wanted one, though, as well. (laughs) The very first episode, when the very first time you meet Howard, he says, you're never going to believe this, what I've got, and he puts it in and it's like, it is Professor Hawken, before he became a computerised voice. And he he says, the very first episode, but they say Hawken had a fucking banging sense of humour. Like, yes. it was quite a dark sense of humour as well. And he was, com- he loved that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I did you, do like his references. <laughs> did, did you ever hear, just a little quick side, because this is how, like, funny Professor Hawking was. He was doing an interview once and he faked dying. <gasps> See, I so told you he's he, really dark. <laughs> yeah, so he was he was going to do an interview with someone, right? And they were like, so Professor Hawking, and he, he didn't. He didn't blink. He didn't move. He did nothing. And they were like, Professor Hawking, Professor Hawking. And then next thing, when they were like trying to get some help, all they heard was <laughs> like dead <laughs> silently because he faked and died. <laughs> but that's that's how twisted Professor Hawking was. But like, I, I lay you a bit like some of the seeds he had lived. Like the yeah. bit where they're like, oh, it, it was a Skype message or something. And he's like, it's okay. I was on The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't um leonard nimoy yes he in an episode on, yeah he was on he, he played the voice i know of the he's doll. referenced a lot yeah. the doll that yeah. says yeah. he was the doll he done, he done the voice um the doll that was taken out of the packaging yeah 
There was a lot. Well, there wasn't the doll that was there. It was, it was the uh, transporter was the, that was the there. Oh the yeah, yeah. There, the yeah and he broke it. Yeah. Um, the other other ones, like say Sarah Michelle Gellar at the end, where it was just yeah. Howard. Uh, not, uh, where <laughs> Is that Buffy? Was... <laughs> <laughs> <It's> Buffy. <laughs> uh, uh, like Summer Glow and like the on the Glau, train. Yeah. What the train episode was one of my favorite episodes as well. How the it's hot in here. Of... It must be summer. <laughs> <laughs> And throwing Raj like taught her with drink, drinking non-alcoholic beer, and he goes, "Suddenly shuts up." I didn't know he was totally going to be in there. <laughs> non-alcoholic um, beer. So one of my like ultimate favorite epi- like um, cameos was Nathan Fillion, just because like see him in the shop and like he's pretending not to be Nathan Fillion, and then uh, like says, "Okay, then here's then you got Raj being Raj and totally upsetting Nathan Fillion." Because <laughs> Raj is quite a. He's a, he comes across as such a lovely person, but to other mm. people, he's very arrogant. Yes. Like, he's, he's got such an arrogance to him, especially um, with women, which well, I think, I think boards fair yeah. that he didn't do very well in the women department. I think that's because of his background as well, little rich boy. Um, mm. like, he had everything he ever wanted. but His references uh, to India, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but, Absolutely that's... hilarious. But uh, I think that's like say where Raj and again that that was one of the things that probably Goodwill did um, touch on that we never got like a, a finalized story with Raj like it never got like a happy yeah. ending for him. But again, I don't think that's what friendships or relationships all. Not all your friends do get that happy ending, so it kind of stayed true to life. Um, it, I, but I, I'd say his story as well. Like as you said, the more com- like confident he got. The more of a dick we got, mm-hmm. um, but I asked, like, say, some of the women he went out with, like, were just hilarious. So that that was like, say, some from the one that uh, was scared of like being outside. I've forgotten that she was uh, in Scrubs as well. She played Ted's wife in Scrubs. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But the one who we had so, had social anxiety issues. Yeah, yeah. she was hilarious. The who, oh yeah, she's uh, she she's a stand-up comedian. She is. Mm-hmm. She she runs a troupe with them. The girl who played Sheldon's um, assistant, who ends up getting obsessed with him. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Them two work together. They are very funny together. And um, like I said, one of the other cameos I loved, Stephen Merchant. Merch, Merch, (laughs) absolutely. Kiss him, you magnificent fool. (laughs) (laughs) Who was more in love with Sheldon Cooper than she was. But yeah. um, His mannerisms in that scene were just, when they're just kissing it, he's just sat there and he's like, well, let's be off. (laughs) 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 Lovely, lovely to meet you, Dr. Cooper. (laughs) That makes, because a lot of people that did have cameos or, as you said, side characters did grow throughout as well and get more and more. Mm. So who was your favourite side character, would you say? Stuart. Zach. Stuart. Zach. Oh, is that just because yeah. you wanted to touch him? Nah, he was hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that dude was absolutely hilarious. Some of the shit that he came out with is is how I would talk in front of people mm. who are that intelligent. So I totally was like, I get you. I really get you. I love him. So he was not used enough. Mm-hmm. I love that scene between him and Amy where she goes up to him, she just touches him and he just goes, ah. She's like, that'll hold it. And then just at the end, just Sheldon just looks at him just goes. And then just it's walks every, off. It's every time she just keeps going, who? Who? When he's around, who? But, um, 
Just some of Mine, the stuff he came out with, man, it was class. Yeah. Like when he dressed up as Superman. As well, <laughs> yeah. it's like we've, we've actually got someone that, that, that doesn't need platforms to play Superman. <laughs> um, but no, um, Poppy's mind was Kripke. I just thought he was absolutely gold every time he was on because he was so annoying, but absolutely, absolutely <laughs> hilariously. And makes him to do that lisp all the way through as well. Yeah. Um, because like, <laughs> uh, he was in the Big Bang Theory at one point as well, like as a as a robber dressed as a nun. Um, <laughs> who got, who got uh, attacked by a big baby or something, I think it was. The episode it was like he was in one of the Halloween heists. Um, but, yeah. He... But yeah, uh, Kripke, like say, even like say going through when he's like when Sheldon and Amy's waiting for the Nobel uh, phone call and he rings up and goes, Thackers! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Kripke was probably like one of the ones um, that kind of stood out and I always kind of like enjoyed his interaction as well. Uh, Leslie Wintle as well, like a, like a nice little, because there was lots of like Roseanne and nods to this as well there was a load of Roseanne nods and a load of Roseanne props as well mm. Amy's mm. blanket that sits in her apartment is the blanket that sat on the settee at Roseanne's mm. and it's very generic like it's a very generic looking American blanket but it was the exact same pattern mm-hmm. um, and what about you Goodwill uh, like you said Stuart Stuart, um, I think because you relate to Stuart. <laughs> Cheers, Paul. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> so that New Year's resolution's out the fucking window, then, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've been well behaved. Don't worry. Uh, no, he, I think the the actor who who played him just like nailed the the quintessential, very antisocial, very nervous type of person. And I, I love that. There's one little scene with him where. Um, Amy, Penny, and Bernadette are in the uh, the reading feedback mm-hmm. from the uh, the Yelp reviews, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, the guy uh, in the counter. Uh, I said I liked his shirt, so he took it off and gave it to me. And then there's <laughs> one way it's just like, but there's one way it's like the guy just stared at me and never blinked, never blinked, and the camera just goes to it, just like. Stuart. Kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> Stuart is such a different character from the first time you meet him until yeah. he becomes kind of more of a regular. Because the first time you meet him, he's kind of funny and he's very mm. confident and he even he gets a date with Penny and a second date with Penny. And mm. he's then he just there's just this shift of mm. anxiety ridden. We all understand where he's coming from and it mm. it totally changes his character, but not in a bad way. I think that's just basically advice for the world. Don't own your own comic book store. That's what happens to you. It looks stressful, <laughs> but it looks like it's, the comic book shop itself looks fantastic. Like mm, me and Anthony sometimes paused on it to like view everything mm. that's there. <laughs> I was I was pissed off because they actually used um, real life, uh, well, actually real comics. And when they saw when I saw Next Men, was it 26 or 23, the first appearance of Hellboy, I was like, that's an expensive comic. I fucking no. hate use. <laughs> it's one of the, the ones I've not been able to get my hands on. <laughs> they, they use a lot, like they use a lot of stuff that wasn't released already. Like certain nerds would pick up, and they're like, "Oh, Diamond Select's got this coming out. Oh, it's already in the big bag." And they just like mm. they'd use like products that weren't released, like obviously the Game of Thrones replica swords and the Star Trek props and stuff Even like that. But some of the... that sword is so funny. <laughs> Hello, Will Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> and it's. It, but I mean, I've done the same. Like I've I've paused, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like an awesome. So I'd love to mm. visit a comic store like that and just just walk around because some of the comics, like Paul said, uh, they did have rare ones, 
Yeah. And like some of the props, you're just like, oh, I really it's want the, that. It's when they're flicking through it and going, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. And it's like, I don't know how that, and it's like, I don't know how many times I've done that in one mm-hmm. of the, the side boxes because it used to be a comic book shop in Sunderland, which is where we used to go as a kid. Um, and he would just sit with the boxes going, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> I did, like, so I went into a comic book shop, in, not in America, but in Canada when I went to Toronto. And looking, seeing, like, not just, um, like, this, like them, them boxes, what, like, where you can go in and see now, but the comics that are on the wall. They had the amazing Spider-Man number uh, one on the wall, and I was just like, I would, but it was, like, behind glass and couldn't get near it or anything like that. Ooh. I still, I can still remember that, but imagine... Well, because to, to some of them, like say the comics that they picked up, probably didn't mean as much to them as probably the people who were watching it. So yeah. that that was the yeah. thing. But when I saw them, like so it was when Leonard was flirting with the and um again one of the mistakes was getting like well I think they rectified quite quickly was uh, like Raj's sister. Like, say, was yeah, that was her. not yes. a good choice for Leonard. No, we no, we no. don't like it when she's in it. We kind of do skip those episodes. We're mm-hmm. not a big fan of that relationship. We weren't bothered that he wasn't with Penny. It yeah. just didn't work with her. No. But Priya, uh, that, it? Priya, Priya. that was it, yeah. But it served its purpose. But uh, as I said, there's so many different like aspects and like levels to different why you like this show or mm-hmm. why uh, certain episodes do stand out. But uh, I it's when they talk about like things like San Diego Comic Con and like house and yeah. I think one of the episodes I love is when this scalper um, was basically uh, coming to the house and like always oh, an own robber and stuff like that. So terrified. But we've all had that them nerves and scared. But I love it how like say they recycle a lot of the cast as well because um some of the people that like play a very 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 small parts they'll appear again later on like uh, the goth girl who um Howard and Raj pick up. I love uh, that episode. <laughs> um, she appears again when they go into um. Uh, What's it called? The escape room. She's at the door, letting them into the to the escape oh. room. So it's like this... it's the same actress that plays, but she's still looking gothy. So it could be the same person. Just like they just with forgot a job. about her. Yeah. And yeah. the the very first episode, the very first scene when Sheldon and Leonard walk into this bit, I don't know if they figured out Sheldon yet at this point because they walk in to do a sperm donation, mm-hmm. and I just oh. to me. I don't know. I just, I, for me, I'm like, I don't think Sheldon would do that. I would think you would think it's been a waste. But the that nurse, was a pilot, wasn't it? No, no, it was a second pilot. It was the oh, second one because the first one. one. Oh, yeah, got, didn't have, yeah. You've got um, Penny wasn't there. It, no. And it was a different Penny. And Howard and Raj were women. Mm-hmm. Um. Sheldon has sex in the first episode. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah. So that's... I was like, I was very confused on the pilot when they go into and Sheldon's going mm. to go and masturbate for money. I was like, mm. Mm, that doesn't seem like a Sheldon move, but yeah. But there's a lot of like say, things because I think from the first pilot, because I I think the DVD release, one of the DVD box sets, you could watch the pilot that never aired. And oh, that was a lot of... We used to have them. Yeah, That's how it, we watched them. <laughs> you, can, you can probably just get it somewhere, but again, like say Sheldon gets laid, he's more of a uh, a sidekick to Leonard, uh, just like mm-hmm. say uh, uh, the way it plays out. But a lot of the jokes and like say are carried over into the second pilot. Um, 
so that like the sperm donor one, that's how we basically I think the first pilot does start as well. And then makes jokes because they like, say they make a joke about uh Sheldon masturbating a lot. Yeah, he does it in the the one that was re- the the one that they actually used. Yeah, um, but, to then continue the series on. But as well, one thing I did catch recently because, like I say, I've been trying to flick through them. They made a, continu- a continuity error with Penny. All right. Ooh, go on. Mm. So in, I don't know if it's the first or second episode. Penny makes reference to her sister. Yeah. She yeah, doesn't go have on. a sister later on and she has a brother. No, she has a brother. And she also mm. makes reference to where she's from. She says she's from she, Omaha. Someone's, Omaha and she's yeah, from Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. But they say, oh, you're from Nebraska. And she goes, oh, no, I'm from Omaha. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they didn't quite know Penny yet. <laughs> yeah. So the, like I said, with, with anything, the, the changes, the go and stuff like that. But the, I, as a show like say 12 seasons long there, there is going to be like the small hiccups but it's 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 funny that we, like say we've watched it that many times you pick up on these little things because you know these characters you know them inside out you know them almost like family um and again like I, I, one of the things i haven't went to just because i don't know how i'll feel about was the little sheldon because the bully that uh basically picks on leonard ends up being sheldon's dad yeah, he's also um oh what's he called in Always Sunny? <laughs> he's mm-hmm. fucking brilliant. Um but it's it's not bad and it's it's made because the actress who plays Sheldon's mom is the daughter of the actress who plays Sheldon's mom in Big Bang Theory. So the mm-hmm. voice is and Sheldon's mom. Mm-hmm. An amazing character. Fucking mm-hmm. lover. Um but yeah, it's made special because of that. Um his sister, Missy is mm. a little firecracker. It's is Mima, Annie yeah. Potts, who mm-hmm. really she is fucking phenomenal. But we watched the first episode. Sorry's dad, obviously it's Sheld- it's Leonard's bully, and mm. um, but then we went. We know the outcome of Sheldon's dad. Mm. Yeah, and do I really want to attach myself to this character who I know will break Sheldon's heart? So I don't, we haven't finished it. It's not too bad though. It's not. It's not terrible. But yeah, no, it's it, it's probably as well be something I'll pick up, but it's not something I've felt like I needed to see. If that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, uh, we. I totally get that. We've watched a couple of episodes, and it's not something that I. But I think we'll ever pick back up again. It's never gonna. It's never gonna be Big Bang. Let's put it that way. And Certainly. like I say, me and Anth can watch that. We will watch that once a year, from start to finish. Um, and still laugh at the same points. Um, one being that's just come to me head that I can't believe I didn't mention before is Howard's impressions. <laughs> he is so good. That uh, Nicholas Cage one still cracks me and Anth up. It is hilarious. His impression of Nick Cage and who else? Christopher Walken oh. once always always Nick. Al Pacino as well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they're trying to get they're trying to and he's does Shatner as well, they try and get into the D and uh, G games and then Raj is like uh, bringing over cocktails and he's like, What are you doing? He's spoiling everything. But uh, <laughs> but um I think like as I said, all their interactions are like just magic at times as well. But when they show the real heart to the show is when they all come together because like I say, they must 
like that friendship group must drive each other nuts. Like little things where Howard goes into space and all there for oh. and stuff. Um, Oops. And as I said, when I think Howard and Burnett get married on top of the um, the building, something beyond Google, uh, the photograph took on Google Earth. Yeah. Um, and then like things like um, <laughs> uh, Amy and Sheldon when they get married because they're just going to elope. And then he goes, no, you deserve something better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't even mentioned, like, say, uh, Amy's parents. Oh, God, yeah, Kathy Bates, and um, um, who, again, is a, a, a replacement because you do see Amy's mum on mm-hmm. screen, and that is not her. Um, <laughs> but also, Teller? It's, it's one of Teller. the Penn Tellers. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Teller, the quiet Teller? one. The quiet yeah. one. Um, the wedding of Amy and Amy and Sheldon's wedding when he mm. walks because they they're just about to break the theory, aren't they? That's gonna mm. they go for the Nobel Prize for, and it's when he walks into the room and he he, he does it a very unlikable, like not not unlikable, sorry, un Sheldon thing, because mm. normally Sheldon would walk into that room and say what he has to say, but he yeah. stops himself and he goes, "Oh, you look beautiful." Yeah. And it's just it's just little moments like that where you realise how much Sheldon's actually grown as a person. Yeah. Is when he, he stops himself from talking when usually mm-hmm. you'd know fine well he would just go straight into it. And he tells her how beautifully she is and oh I love it. And well, I love the fact when... that they, they delay their wedding just to crack that theory. <laughs> And I love it as well when uh, she's picking a dress because she's going through these amazing dresses where and she looks absolutely phenomenal, and she mm-hmm. picks the one that makes her look like something uh, like a side quest out of Little House on the Prairie, <laughs> um, and that's just totally who like Amy is and what she would love. And when she shows it to Sheldon and he loves it as well, that shows you why and how they connected so much. And I love that they have the honeymoon at uh, Legoland and he serves serves them Lego. Uh, Egg, egg, eggs and bacon, like, but, um, but uh, it's like when they get frustrated with each other as well, and you can see because you would be getting as frustrated as them in them mm-hmm. type of scenarios and stuff, um, but it's like say it was, uh, uh, I I don't understand. And again, I know I like harp on at the start, so I don't want to go too much. Is why this show at times gets no. the shit it, it gets. I because because for some because it was one of the first shows as well where again just said this is what I read it might be wrong where the cast wanted equal pay for the male and female stars as well yep and yeah. they got it so mm-hmm. the so the first three the, the mm-hmm. three main cast what you would what you would deem as the three main cast members um Kaylee Cooker Jim Parsons and Johnny Galecki they got a million an episode mm-hmm. and but they negotiated for the same for Kamal and I think his name's Simon, um, to then come just below them. But then when the women got involved with Bernadette mm-hmm. and um, Maya Balik, then they renegotiated it all so they were exactly the same level. Yeah, they knew they knew exactly how much this show was bringing in, not just for television but merchandise as well. Mm-hmm. They knew their worth. And they yeah. were, and they fucking fought for it because I think they would have no issue walking away from it. Well, to say when like with Frasier that type thing because at the time I when Frasier was out, um, he was one of the most highest like paid uh, actors. Like took Kelsey Grammer because he knew it, like there was no Frasier without him. But mm-hmm. um, that's another episode. Exactly, that's another episode <laughs> when I'm finished. Um, but Friends did exactly the same. 
they went in and they renegotiated the contract because people do start to realize that it's not you've not just got television you've got merchandise you've got reruns they're making millions upon millions over a job that you're doing you they knew exactly how much they were worth i will mm-hmm. praise anyone who could stand up and do that <laughs> so let's let's get down to it so the final episode what an episode what a way to finish a series off the one before it, is it the one before or is it this one where they get the notification that they've won the Nobel Prize? So that was the one before. So the, the one before. Because basically, because ask... they find out the dirt on 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 uh, Sean Astin's character. Yeah. And it, all the shit. And he's a plagiarist. The, yeah, all the shit hits the fan. And then you're waiting, as I said, when you're sitting waiting there. And that slap. <laughs> when he's like it's the what happens if i'm dreaming smack mm-hmm. and yep. it was that moment there was like all that built up frustration because i get leonard and his frustration with sheldon we all feel it we've all been through it i also get very annoyed with leonard as well incredibly mm-hmm. self-centered sometimes however yep. he does put up with a lot of shit on sheldon's side so that slap mm-hmm. was 12 years of built up frustration just Put into that face, um, but that more I burst into tears. I knew they were going to get it. Like mm-hmm. that's where this, that's where it was going to. But I literally burst into tears when she just—it's the pause she makes mm-hmm. and she just goes, "We won!" In such yeah. a very somber, like, like, oh yeah, we we won, we won. Um, but oh shit, I burst in. Mm-hmm. I just knocked everything. I burst <laughs> into tears at that moment. I honestly, I did not stop crying from start to finish of that episode. Mm-hmm. Of the final yeah. episode, but then, like I say, the, the episode after is like they kind of do the switch and beer type thing, where all the, the characters fall out with Sheldon because he's being Sheldon, and then yeah. he does the most unSheldon thing ever by giving that speech because of his realization because it's not with his relationship with all of them, but probably is more so his relationship with Amy, mm-hmm. and she makes him see and realize things that he probably could never have realized before. Yeah. And, and that's why, uh, like, say, Amy was, and like, say, one of my favorite characters, just for them type of moments. It's that. It's when she says, "We do it because we, 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 we." You are annoying. You are frustrating. You get on our nerves, but we put up with it because we love you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, okay, that's what this is. It's love, <laughs> and it's it that realization that." That Sheldon has put them through a lot of years of Sheldon Sheldonisms, Sheldon abuse. <laughs> yeah, like, it is. It, he's he's an incredibly difficult person to deal with because of he's so highly intelligent and he fucking knows it. So this is what Goodwill's going to have in ten years' time after the abuse I've put him through. <laughs> but a realization <laughs> it was love all along. <laughs> Fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> But the um the fact that we rounded up Leonard and uh, when they started leaving Leonard and Penny alone, I loved the relationship. You always knew it was going to work out when they finally left them alone. I thought there was some teetering with the whole cheating thing when he kissed somebody. I thought, oh god, they're going to break them up again. We're going to go through the same thing, but they didn't, and they left that relationship alone. And then to get to the end where she's pregnant, yeah. But I think that's. Like, didn't see that one coming either with a lot of relationships as well not all relationships are perfect you don't always get that storybook 
out of story. So no, no. it's and it's about balance. Forgiveness, I was gonna say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I, I just liked, I didn't mind when they argued because you knew after that whole cheating thing, if they can get through that, they'll get through anything. So I was fine with the, the normally normalization of their relationship. I just love the fact, and I did not see it coming mm-hmm. because she made it very clear on one episode that she, she didn't want kids. Yeah, but um, then they the, then they done the flip when she when Leonard was going to give birth to uh, donate his yes. sperm to Zach. So. I, I, I knew that nice. was going to be on the cards, but... Oh, see, I'm so naive. I did not see that coming. <laughs> I really didn't. I did not see the pregnancy announcement coming. <laughs> I thought Bernadette was going to be pregnant again. <laughs> no, bless that poor woman had been through enough. Well, it, it honestly, the actress who plays her, so they dropped in the storyline of her being pregnant with Hallie because she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She miscarried that child. And right. but she still continued the storyline on like a fucking trooper that she is, um. And then the reason she got the reason she was pregnant a second time so quickly is because she was pregnant again, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make sure that she was comfortable. And she was very happy to do these storylines. But my god, what a woman! I've always when I found that out, I was like, I. I busted it. Oh my god, I've cried so much through this series. I really have. They took me on an emotional roller coaster. So I know we've had the spin off with young Sheldon, but mm-hmm. take that aside, like, like with Goodwill saying, like, let things being left open. If you were going to do a spin off, like, say, it doesn't have to involve all the characters, doesn't even have to involve the main characters, <laughs> what kind of spin off would you do? <laughs> or how, how would you do it? The Adventures of Stuart. <laughs> I was literally about to say Stuart. Stuart. He's the most I... intriguing, like, out of the core group. The most... He is very intriguing. So, yes, Stuart. Because he, you know, he, he got a good payoff at mm-hmm. the end, you know, because he got, he got a girlfriend and they moved in with each other. And I think, you know, if you were ever going to do, if, if you were going to do a, a season 13 and you were going to do a spin-off, I think Stuart would be the the logical option mm-hmm. for, for that um because he 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 had the availability of the entire cast and the regulars mm-hmm. because yeah. they all congregated in the the comic book store yeah didn't he get his happy ending as well didn't he end up with the girl from Jurassic World yeah but didn't 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 they, didn't they have that creepy roommate who could say you love? Them? Yeah, but they, <laughs> that, that's when they that's when they said like you know because they were going to move in and they were trying to get rid of the creepy roommate and he was like tell her that you love her and like they did that really touching scene he was like now now t- tell me that you love me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I, I think that would be it, it would be interesting. I'm I'm more I'm more with. <sighs> If you were going to do something, continue with the season thirteen or not at all. Yeah, um, I would be like, like jokey side. I wouldn't mind seeing Penny the Young Years, seeing like, but I probably have to be yeah. a blue movie or something like that. Um, <laughs> we find out a surname. <laughs> yes, doesn't have one. Um, or um, because I wouldn't mind going back to Nebraska or Omaha, depending on which one we go with. Just, just to I, see our uh, brother as well, like our fucking drug dealing brother. 
Yep, and and her mother, Katie Sackhoff. Ah, uh, uh, no, Katie Sackhoff. Not Katie Sackhoff, it wasn't. Katie no, Sackhoff. It's a girl. Yeah, I know, I know I'm a mistake. Um, um, said, uh, married with children, seeing that family. But the serious one, I wouldn't mind seeing Will Wheaton. Having like going from Will Wheaton's life, um, mm-hmm. and and seeing it from his point of view, um, mm-hmm. I would probably stay away from the main cast and just have them pop in from time to time. Yeah, uh, and like say see how they're getting on. But like I said, that that would be the only way I think it would work. Because if you when they've done spin-offs before with the main cast, it's it's not been great. Like look at Joey for an example. Oh, good The only big one I can think. Was a huge, huge success. Was Frasier from Jane? Frasier, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frasier, Frasier's like I think that's where people go with you know when they're looking mm. at like spin-offs. They're like, oh, well, Frasier worked, and he was, was just a, a side character in Jane's. That was yeah, lightning in the bottle, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't think Kelsey Grammer could, could happen again if that makes sense. I think, yeah. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> um, I love the fact, by the way, that they used uh, Kitty. I think I don't know if it's. Kathy, Kathy Seagal, Seagal, Kathy Seagal, Kathy Seagal. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that they used her as a mother because mm-hmm. it was obviously our mother in Eight Simple Rules. Yeah. I, I love that they used her, and our dad is a Carradine. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, is he is um Martha Plimpton's dad mm-hmm. from the Goonies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Goonies I mean, reference in too. <laughs> obviously, her brother was from Thirty Rock as well. Yeah. I love our brother. Mm. <laughs> He's hilarious. The, the most non-drug dealer, drug dealer that there was. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I just love when they're all together. I wish we, I did wish we got the new Penny's name, but she got one in the end. Mm-hmm. Hofstetter. Mm-hmm. Penny Hofstetter, what a name! But yes, all the adventures name. of Roger's Roger's dog, <laughs> just to see what he goes through. <laughs> so, was it cinnamon? Cinnamon. That's cinnamon. Yes, cinnamon. <laughs> dog. But yes. Uh, um, that dog was well loved. <laughs> the only thing I would say, because most TV shows or movies now rely a lot on, like, say, music and stuff, I don't think the Big Bang, other than the opening, had any mm. big or, like, say, musical num- like things you could remember that, like, say, thing. So, that, for pop, for a pop um, cultured show or reference and stuff, I think that was probably one thing that that I didn't miss, but. Hobbies could have improved it, if that makes sense. I think the only, much like uh, Phoebe's song, you know, Smelly Cat in Friends, we have Soft Kitty. Yeah, very much so. And I think, and I think that's the only, mm-hmm. obviously, bar the bare, bare naked ladies theme, it's just, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that people take away from it. And Music-wise. I think that would be a good way to end it, with Goodwill now singing Soft Kitty to us. <clears throat> <laughs> Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball of fur. Happy kitty, sleepy kitty, purr, purr, purr. Oh, <clears throat> Didn't expect him to go with it, guys, but he did. So. <laughs> he actually... Don't provoke me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't provoke oh. the bell. Well, that yes. was a lovely talk on Big Bang. I'm glad we got to do it. I'm glad I got to, because I could literally just tell you, like, I love this show so much. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly special. Um, that, and I, I don't understand. I'll never understand the hate it gets, ever. I don't think since it's finished, there has been a sitcom that has caught the popularity as much as Big Bang Theory. 
Mm-hmm. It was, I thought, I actually thought it came out at the time because nerd culture really came into its own at around about 2013. And I thought that's when it was, that's like, oh my God, it's riding the coattails of, you know, it's okay to be, but it came out in 2007. <laughs> yeah. And my God. It, it, it's, it's, it, I think it, you, you can't describe, I mean, it is, I think the simple way to describe it is it was our, it was like the next generation's friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think why its popularity was good, because it had jokes and comedy for kids, jokes and comedy for adults, yeah. jokes and comedy for teenagers and for the elder people as well. It kind of catered to all areas and it it wasn't focused too much on being a demographic for a certain age level. It was like, as you said, family friendly. And we yeah. don't get that now these days. Like, if you think of like big American sitcoms, like we'll go through the list, like Friends, Big Bang Theory, Scrubs, uh, Big Bang Theory was probably the last big one. Yeah. We don't have anything like that at the moment. No. I think that the hopes are, for, from from what you read and what you see, people are pinning a lot on that 90s show. Right. As as being the next big sitcom because if if you look at what's been made since 2018 there has been a ton of sitcoms i mean mayan balik's in one um oh my god there's one with wanda sykes uh i i mean my the one that mayan balik's on they've just done a really touching tribute to leslie jordan this is yeah this is why oh my god i've never watched any of it but what they did was so obviously leslie jordan passed away and they let they let his character go off and get married and Mm. then they they're all talking about him and they're all so happy and then all of a sudden one of the actresses just grabs just breaks the fourth wall grabs yep. his director seat that had his name on it like you know like them director seats puts it in the front then puts his glittery jacket over the top of it and the whole cast is just bawling their eyes yep. at why Maya Balak is trying to say this speech it was heartbreaking it I didn't even watch it... it I've never even heard of it but uh, you know it it's Stuff like that. I mean, the Fresh Prince did it with with those mm. types of scenes, didn't they as well? But uh, mm. the, the the popularity of the Big Bang, I think it's going to very it's going to be very hard. It may be a while mm-hmm. uh, for it to be toppled. Like I said, people are hoping for that ninety show, um, but y- y- you never know. There yeah. might you be something next. There, there might be something next year that comes out in the fall schedule, and it will be as bigger than the Big Bang. Mm. You, you don't know, but I think. It, it it is hard to to sum up why it was so popular because there were so many factors that made it popular. Yeah, uh, but right. I think I think out of all of it, it let people know it was okay to love what you love, mm-hmm. be yourself, and don't let anyone tell you any different. Yeah, and that's the message we're going to end it with. There, oh, so. that was so beautiful. So- so thank you, everyone in the chat. Thank I know you. everyone's basically saying they're going to clip Goodwill singing and help them sing. And one, oh, one person um, actually said said that Goodwill cured COVID. For, for that, that's song. the comment of the night. Goodwill yeah. singing that cured COVID. So well done, Goodwill. Oh, um, so we are next week. Uh, yes. Yeah, so next week's going to be a big week. We have our first. Da, 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 where we're not going to have an episode generally on talking about nerdy stuff. We're going to focus on a nerdy business. Yeah. So we do have a special mm. guest on, um, which is called Dan, and she runs uh, a Facebook group called, uh, is it, I'm just going to get it right now because it's 
you want to see it from? Uh, it's, I believe it's Bleeding Marvis, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Bleeding Marvis. I can see the yes. logo in my head now, yeah. Yeah, so she has an online store where she sells a lot of pop culture, horror um, things, but she does all of the conventions. So she goes to all the big conventions up and down the UK. If you've been to one, you might have seen her, you might have talked to her. Uh, she's coming on uh, to tell us basically a bit about herself. I think it's Friday the 13th, so it's quite apt. So there might be a conversation about horror and and like say, and stuff is there. So Sam will be over the moon. I but, can't wait. We're going to talk businesses and con life. Yes. So again, uh, it's not going to be about us. It's going to be about, mm-hmm. like I say, interesting takes So me and Sam's um, trying to going to be approaching a lot more, like say, nerdy businesses as well, because we want to try and promote them especially, like say, ones that are involved in the Nerdy Up North community, mm-hmm. just to give them a platform to tell them a bit about themselves and just have a bit of fun with them as well. Um, then we're back on Sunday as well for, uh, I think it's End of the World movies, yes, is it? Yes, it is. We're going nice. we're gonna, to we're gonna start the year by ending it. <laughs> so, yay! yay. <laughs> so, yes, and then Goodwill will be twitching on Tuesday, which we already told about. Hopefully, we'll yes. be playing something fun. Not that shift truck simulator. Oh, never far, let it go. <laughs> far Cry 5, man. Away. <laughs> well, you can catch us on the Facebook community group if you would, if nobody, if nobody, if you haven't already joined yet, we are on our social media platforms on Instagram and TikTok. Please come and join us in TikTok. We also have our Twitch group running that is done by the lovely Goodwill and Jake. Yes. And. Yeah, so there's lots of stuff planned, lots of stuff going on. We will be starting planning for the Nerd Fest as well, where we'll be yeah. hosting the cosplay competition and also d- doing not the podcast live, but we will be recording a few stuff. And I know Sam will be launching her um, stuff for the Patreon regarding Lord of the Rings and uh, Game of yeah. Thrones. Yeah, so if you're, fant- if you're into fantasy, you need to get signed mm-hmm. up to Patreon because it's going to get all fantasy up in there. Yes, and she might even not wear pants. It's that type of paper and we'll do it. It's that type. It's, <laughs> we're going dark, guys. We're going dark. And Trion. And we're, just talking, that's, <laughs> uh, and we're not just talking about a few characters there, but that's fine. My uh, goodness. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, so please, and thank you. And yeah, so same bad time, same bad channel, guys. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.